to another episode of Drinks and Driveways. I'm your host, Andrew. By now, you can call me Uncle Andy. And uh, before I get into today's guest, I want to talk about our presenting sponsor. And I have a really close relationship with this presenting sponsor because I own the business. <laughs> Are you a small business owner or do you know somebody who's a small business owner? COVID has been a crazy year and it's now more important than ever to bring your business online. From complete branding to websites, videos, social and digital advertising, Brick Solid Brands is there for you. We work specifically with small business owners to provide creative solutions and measurable results. For more information, visit BrickSolidBrands.com and find us on Instagram and Facebook. Now that business is taken care of, I want to introduce today's guest, Miss Jess. Jess, thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. Full disclosure, like all the other guests, she, they, they get really nervous when they come on here. They're afraid of what their voice is going to sound like and they, if they're going to run out of stuff to talk about. And we're just breathing in, yeah. breathing out, and it's going to be all right. Are you nervous? I am nervous. She was like, I hate the sound of my voice. I'm never going to be able to listen to it. I know. I will, but now I'm hearing it as we're talking, and it, I think I'll be okay. Yeah. I'll listen to it after you post it. I mean, it. now hearing maybe. your voice on the radio, I'm like, maybe you should get a, like a side hustle of just reading like children's Like books. maybe this will like grow into something for me, like a jazz podcast. Like <laughs> yeah. You don't know. You don't know yes, what's going to happen. I mean, we're talking about that little side hustles. I like it. I like it. So... I haven't seen you in a while. And we've talked on previous episodes about how the neighborhood like ebbs and flows and the winter time, it's like everybody goes into hibernation. So it's, I don't know, what do you, like November to like March. Yeah. Like nobody does anything. I think it's hard too, because it's COVID right now. Right. So like, even if you want to get together, you can't get everybody together right. all at one time. There's just too many. Summer's like a big people. hangout and it's a driveway. There's people that can distance, but in the yeah. winter time. I wouldn't say that it's completely like goes away, but there's just smaller pockets. Yeah, like yeah, people hang definitely. out in people's basements and you can't have an entire neighborhood in your basement, especially with COVID. Well, and with our kids, right? Yes. Like it's not like it's just adults. Like we can all, we could probably all sort of get together. But then when you have 25 kids running around, like nobody wants right. that in their house. That's and we just used a nightmare. to do uh, like we're not used to, we only did a year or so, but the pre Thanksgiving party. Oh yeah. Or the, the night before Thanksgiving party. And it was like, Nobody can get a babysitter. For, yeah. So I was like, and we didn't have a finished basement at the time. I was like, just go down here and like, yeah, please tear it up. Yeah. Just don't yeah. like completely burn my house down. But we sacrificed the basement for a couple of years. But um, yeah, same for me. I mean, I prefer the outside. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for spring. Right. I, it's too so much. how uh, how was your holidays? I haven't seen you in a while. Good. We had a really good Christmas. We, um, you know, kind of like everybody else, smaller, yeah. smaller scale. Uh, we did go and spend some time with Brad's mom and his family on yeah. Christmas Day. But Christmas Eve, we just did like things with the kids. Pretty fun. We played games, like just sat I around. Saw on um, New Year's, you did like what are you had like a snacks from all oh across yeah the world? so we uh a couple of years ago i did this to surprise my kids like i went out to jungle gyms and got a bunch of um just international snacks to have to try so this year i t actually took them out there and let them pick oh, what they wanted cool. so it was just like a fun little yeah. festive thing like they got different kind of pops and different chips and that's sweet we, yeah it's fun our holidays were were thrown upside down last episode or a couple episodes ago i was like oh we might be hosting Christmas Eve and I've always wanted to host Christmas Eve because we always go to so many places so I get the house starting to get cleaned up I got the basement kind of looking good and then my wife's best friend tests positive for COVID then my wife and my son test positive for COVID so like our holidays Christmas we just hung out at our house yeah we still did like the appetizers and I cooked some wings but it was just like us so did you cool. feel like that was like good though like I mean I know it's hard like not to see your family but sometimes I think that the kids really like that like yeah, I being think home and like playing with their stuff. And it was I know definitely it sucks, different. But it was different. I think they probably enjoyed it, but I wish they would have been like a couple years older because they're still so young that they just 
fight all the time. Yeah. That, does, sure that, that does not change. <laughs> they, my kids like literally live right. to pester each other. Right. Like, full, you know that. Full disclosure right? for everybody listening right now. We're, we're filming this on a Sunday. My wife's <laughs> teaching jazzercise class and my kids are just upstairs and the iPads are watching them. I yeah. hope. I mean, I mean, my kids are home. They're not alone, but they're probably watching iPads right. too. I mean, thank God for, for the iPad and for Netflix. And I don't know. It's, it's crazy. But yeah, so the holidays were different, but um, I don't necessarily know if I would want to do with the holidays again like that, but it yeah. was, it was cool to like, Christmas morning, we're not running around yeah. everywhere. And I don't want to break anybody's like thing, but Santa Claus isn't real. And so like, <laughs> we didn't have to, we were, we to put some kind of like, yeah, maybe I'll do a full disclosure. Yeah. Like, don't listen to this with your kids in the room. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we were able to kind of like build this stuff. Cause we're still with the kids get like, they got a Papa shot and uh, Ella got this ginormous dollhouse. That took me four and a half hours to build. I saw that. Freaking, I mean, it's cool. Yeah. I plant, like I did it all through the week. So like by the time Christmas Eve came, we could just literally bring things out and like relax instead of being up till four in the yeah. morning uh, building stuff so it was different we'll see at the vaccine's almost here yeah. right so i think next year will be you know normal you got the vaccine i got the first dose yeah. How, did you have any side effects i just had soreness in my arm yeah and i was a little bit tired but nothing, nothing other than that, that. i get the, the next one? one on the 30th i think i was excited to get it uh because of the patient population that i work with right like, and you're I, a um Physical therapist. So yeah, you work with yeah, older people. Yeah, I work with geriatrics. So I felt like it, you know, everybody's got their own opinion on whether they want to get it or not. But for me, I did it mostly to protect other people. But it also makes me feel better. Right. Like that you're not gonna feeling like, like maybe I'm not gonna yeah, be as like exposed to it. If it's ninety five percent effective, like that's better than zero yeah. percent, right? Yeah. So. And the more of us that get it, like the more that kind of goes back to normal for all of us. Right. Like we can be around each other, we can do those things. So well, so we're filming this podcast in the middle of January. I think it's like the 17th, maybe. So, you know, for those that have had made New Year's resolutions, by the second week in January, that's when the struggle, I feel like, starts kicking in where you're like, man, I don't want to work out or I don't want to eat good or, you know, I want a cigarette or whatever your yeah. resolution was. Like, I feel like that two week mark is like, oh, man, I need some I need some extra motivation. And that's why I wanted to bring you on, because. You're all about like eating healthy and working out and like healthy lifestyle. And I think maybe if you are listening to this and you're like, man, I just like want to eat a cheeseburger, like, or I want to drink alcohol. Yeah. If you're not drinking alcohol because <laughs> you uh, didn't know to drink January, good for you. Not going to happen for me, but um, I've already done that once and it was awful. But if you can do it, good for you. Uh, you probably need some motivation. So that's why you're here today. Well, I think that's really nice that you think about I know that I'm healthy. I think and about can the audience. Something to and I contribute. think about you. And yeah. yeah. And I uh, and so like let's t let's rewind and like set the stage so people can understand. So have you always been into like healthy lifestyle and working out and running, or is this like a re like recent ish kind of change in your life? So like backstory on me growing up, I think I've probably like talked about this out in the hood because I you know, just share a lot about my life. Um, but I was actually obese for many years. Like, oh, really? yeah, from like adolescence to I think like 21. Yeah. Like I was really heavy and just not, not healthy at all. Like, right. you know, fast food, like no exercise, just not, didn't really know how to do any of that. Yeah. So, but I kind of got like about like 2021, 20, I thought I just like don't feel good. So I started just trying to eat healthier and exercise and just sort of like grew from there. I didn't know what I was doing right. at first. Like it was like, which is why I think I wanted to bring you on as opposed to like, I know people that own, I mean, my wife owns a fitness yeah, center. Exactly. Like, I don't want somebody to come in here and be like, well, I mean, all you gotta do is like 
eat less calories and burn more of them. And like, I want somebody that is relatable and real. Like, yeah. obviously we all know what to do. Like you can Google it and figure it out, but you're always hearing the perspective of like somebody telling you, like, I think it's important to hear like a relatable person. Yeah. Be like, I mean, it's, you gotta, you struggle with it. I struggle with it too. Yeah. Well, and that was like part of my nerves about coming on. Like when you asked me, I'm like, that's really sweet. Like that he thinks that I'm capable of talking about that. But like, I was telling my husband, like, I don't really like know, like I'm not Which is, a dietitian. Is... Like I'm not any of these things. Like I don't want to get on there and like people to think that I'm like really have these credentials right. because I don't. And, no, and, and Brad, Brad was like, well, like it might help someone just to hear it from that right. perspective. And that's, that's like, and I'm sure I figured that's why you were worried. But yes, I think it's more like, People need to relate when they hear somebody else that's going through the same thing. They're like, okay, well, this is how this person solved this. Like, obviously I don't know. I'm not counting on you to be like, okay, well you need to eat like 730 calories a day. And then you got to do all these push-ups. Which don't do that, by the way. Don't eat only 730 (laughs) calories a day. Yeah. Don't start yourself. It actually works (laughs) opposite. Yeah. So I guess I should full disclosure, like we're not experts. We're just talking about trying to be healthy. And like you, I was, I worked, I played sports my entire life. I played like year-round sports baseball basketball football in high school i played three sports and so i never really had a problem i was always like husky like that you remember that term husky, <laughs> like husky pants like yeah. when you get the husky pants when you're so when i was school. little like <laughs> second third grade or whatever I, I always remember my mom would be like oh you're in the husky pants and I'm like thanks mom i mean it's probably it gave me i don't know if it gave me like a like is it a, complexion? a complex Com- complex yeah. like yeah. I would always like in basketball practice, I would never want to be on the team that had like skins because I didn't want to take my yeah. shirt off. Like I was always growing up self-conscious about that. I don't know where it came from. I mean, my dad is fairly overweight, but you know, my mom was relatively healthy. She did, um, remember Curves? Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was I never all went about, to it, but like I remember. Yeah, she did Curves and she would always like, you know, she would play basketball with me in our driveway and toss and, and stuff. So she was always active and, um, and I was active too. And then when I get to like high school, when I was playing sports and working out, like I got skinny and like kind of built and then I got to college and yeah. like, that's where my downfall was. Like I was really good until like 18, 19 when your metabolism is good and you're like, you know, you're running hundred yard sprints yeah. in football and you're like, it's just what you do. But, um, in college when you start having more free time and you're drinking more beers and you're crushing White Castles at three in the morning, yeah. and then you're waking up hungover the next day, and then going to like an all-you-can-eat buffet. Yeah, like, and you burn it off because see, I actually have like an opposite experience of that because I was heavy growing up, and now as an adult, I'm probably healthier than I've ever been. Yeah, like particularly in the past couple of years, right. like physically. So, but I had those things too. Like I remember being in high school and going to get my school clothes and I had to like shop in the big girl section. Right. Like my jeans had like elastic waist. That was before all of like the stores popped up for people who were like the plus size. Yeah. yeah, really. Like that was before all of that was available. So, you know, I was rolling in to school with old like lady clothes on. Right. You know, like <laughs> my my oldest Cam, he's a kindergartner and I've just noticed in the last like six months he like looked he's starting to look a little chunky like he feels like he's hungry all the time yeah he wants like breakfast and then he wants lunch two minutes later and then he wants a snack and then another snack and when COVID started like they were snacking all the yeah. time like we were making same things you know the last couple of months I'm looking at him like man he's starting to look a little big and like maybe I think that's why I'm so hard on him right now like you're not hungry because I knew what it was like to be husky yeah. and like bigger and in football in grade school you had to like weigh in if you were like borderline yeah. on the on the weight thing and like I just don't want that for him so that's maybe why I'm hard on him but um everybody struggles with it. I mean, it's not great. Like I got 
significantly made fun of. Yeah. Like at school. And, you know, pe- like honestly, like people would like poke like my belly rolls. And right. it just was not like a good situation. I will say like for kids, they go through that. Like my kids are the same. Like they'll gain a little oh, bit yeah. of weight. Like Mason, and then I saw like him a couple days up. ago. They'll, He's skinny and tall. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. And crazy. that's just a normal thing. What I've learned like from my own experience growing up, like, People would point it out to me, which would give me a complex, right? right. Like you're, when you're heavy, like you know you're heavy. Yes. It's not like a secret that, yeah, like, you know, hey, you know need that. to lose some weight, right? But right. when you're also when you're younger, like you don't have those tools available. Right. So what I try to do, like with my kids, is just to lead them by my example. Yeah. Like, I'm like Cam, if you want carrots, yeah. eat as many carrots as you want, yeah. or tangerines or whatever. But like you don't need an Oreo yeah. or a like any of that kind of stuff. Luckily. Like my problem, I think, especially with my dad was we drank pop all the time yeah. as a kid and we don't do any pop. Cam doesn't yeah. even like the taste of it. It's basically milk or water for him um, every once in a while to be a juice box. But we've not gone down the yeah. pop route. And I think that that's a good thing. Well, and we eat like my my kids don't eat always the way that I eat. Like I try to eat pretty healthy, but they they're kids right. like they eat snacks. But I do that, too. Like if they come down and it's nine o'clock at night and they're getting ready to go to bed and they're like, I'm hungry. I'm like, well, you can eat something if you're hungry, but it has to be like a banana yeah. or a yogurt or like a string cheese. Like you can't right. have a three pop tarts like right before <laughs> you go to bed. Right. Like which is what we all want. Right. Like, But it's just not. So I've learned like with kids to do it that way or like being active, like going outside, like. I over the summer like started having Jack like run with me a I little saw bit. That. You've That's seen him, cool. yeah. Like, and it's about a mile that he does. And did he complain about it at first? And he now did. He, likes it? he did at first, and we haven't done it in a while because it's been cold. Yeah. And you know, it's hard to brave the cold oh, to get out and do it. Um, That's my problem right now. Yeah. Working out. It's... And and I'm do I do it. I was out yesterday in the cold, but it, so that's been kind of like where I try, and that's mostly just to keep him healthy. Yeah. Like it's not about weight loss or like that he's needs you know quote unquote to run for those reasons it's just to be like healthy right so we just got the kids signed up for uh indoor soccer again a couple sessions just to get some energy out because they're inside all the time and my son does love being outside like if if for christmas he would i could if i could just make like three or four friends for him to play with all the time like blow up talls or something Mm -hmm. and let him play because all he wants to do is you're talking about yeah like he doesn't he doesn't really want to be on video games he would rather be outside with friends and i think maybe that'll change when you get a little bit older and the kids are just like they want to play Fortnite or whatever you know he's like my favorite when i'm walking (laughs) through the neighborhood and he's like he doesn't know he doesn't know a stranger yeah he'll open the door and see everybody yeah he's uh yeah, he's he doesn't know a stranger. But. Well, and that's one lucky thing about the kids around this neighborhood. Like, I don't worry about the kids in this neighborhood getting enough activity. When right. it's summer, we are oh, yeah. always all outside, like riding their bikes, like right. playing like on the playgrounds. Like they get a lot. So part of that um, is when you were talking about eating. So you've done some like dieting. So what kind of diets have you tried? Because there's always these fad diets. And like, yeah, we did. We tried to do the keto thing for like a month and like I did lose weight, like yeah. it worked, but I don't see like how that could sustainable. be sustainable. Yeah. Because they're like, oh yeah, you can just, because the first day we went, it was like when Mexican place opened up. Yeah. And we went there the first night and they're like, well, you can have queso, but that's all you can have. So I ate, <laughs> a, bowl of, I ate a bowl of queso <laughs> for dinner and I was like, and I'm going to lose weight doing this. Yeah. And I was like, all right, whatever. But um yeah long term i don't think that i could well and there's healthier ways to do that too so i've done lots of things because it's been like such a journey and so it's always harder to keep it off than it is to lose it so i think like initially when i was younger i 
when I was in my twenties and started trying to be healthy, I lost like 80 pounds. Like, that oh, really? was, yeah, wow. like a lot, like 70 or 80 pounds. And when I started, like I said, I didn't really know what I was doing. So like, I think I put myself on like a 1200 calorie a day diet mm-hmm. and it worked. Like there were times that I was like so hungry though. Right. Like, you know, but it worked and I lost the weight and I started, I actually started my fitness journey at Jazzercise, oh, really? which I've Shout talked to, to Ashley about. Shout out to Ashley. <laughs> Jazzercise since he was. Yeah. Yeah. For real. <laughs> but that was like where I started when I was heavy. So I'm like, I'm going to go and just try it. Right. You know, I was so scared because when you're not in good shape, like it's intimidating yeah. to oh, yeah. walk in to one of those places. It's but hurdle like, you got to get over. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. It is. It's definitely and like places gym. like that, like are so accepting. So mm-hmm. like, you know, it's the same for Ashley Center. Like when someone comes in, I'm sure they're just encouraging them. Like nobody really cares what you look like because they're worried about themselves. But right. you're like just so scared to do it. So I started with that, you know, just working out and going to those classes was awesome. I made friends like just eating healthy. And I've just learned a lot over the years. Like, yeah. I, I try, I think it was about four, probably four years ago. I mean, I've always maintained like being healthy, working out at the gym, but I just, it kind of like you were saying, you struggle with it a little bit. I'd gained 15 or 20 pounds right. and it just kind of creeps up on you. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to eat this spoonful of Nutella every night. Right. And then like one day you wake up and you're like, I look like, like a bottle of Nutella now. <laughs> like I need to do something about this. And for me, I was like, what can I do that's not like going to involve a bunch of supplements or right. like, cause I've done like the Advocare before. And it, again, it works, but there's like, it, you have to take all these vitamins and you have to do all yeah. these things. And I'm like, there has to just be something that is like whole real foods. And I don't have to do all of that. Like I don't have to track calories and be like, so yeah, it's almost too much work to even do. It's a yeah. lot. And it were and, and I think that those things are really beneficial, but I just had come so far in like my lifestyle. Like I just didn't want to do that anymore. So I started reading about whole 30 and decided to do that. And that was like a game changer. So explain what whole 30 is. I'm assuming it's whole foods. It is. So, um, whole 30 is like a 30 day challenge. So you basically, um, cut out alcohol, which is tough dairy. I mean, the first time I did it, like I was so scared to drink black coffee because I was like addicted to sweet Uh, creamers. Like I really didn't even care as much about the alcohol as I did about the creamer. I was like, Oh my God, what am I to do? Um, you don't eat grains. So like no bread. So basically it's like proteins, vegetables, fruit, like you can have nuts, like nut butter. And I think that originally like it was meant to be, um, a diet, an elimination diet for people who are having, like trying to figure out what they're, you know, my stomach hurts, yeah. what's causing this? Or like, I have these migraine headaches, like, is it something in my diet? Mm-hmm. So it's not like you were saying, like, it's really not meant to be to do it whole forever. life. Yeah. Like it's like, it's supposed to be a 30 day thing to like reset. And I really benefited from it. Like it just sort of to see how good you feel, like when you're eating Oh yeah. well, was like, it really was like a game changer for me. So, um, yeah, that was, I, I, I read through the books though, before I did it, like to get an idea because it's drastic. Yeah. I mean, so how long did it take you to get used to like black coffee? Is um, that a, I mean, that's an acquired taste. My wife drinks yeah. black and I've taken sips and I'm like, yeah, I can't do it. I love it now. Yeah. Like that's the only way I can drink it. Um, I don't know. I think it was like a couple of weeks, Yeah, maybe a week. And I was like, oh, it's not really like horrible. Like I remember posting like the first day, like I, did the whole 30 like hey i drank two cups of black coffee today and i didn't die like so you know is, that, is there something like bullet coffee or something is that yeah like a, that 
I've heard of something like that's supposed to be like. I think that that is like you. It's got fat in it. I think it's like coconut oil. If I'm, I think I've tried it once and I did not because you you can like taste the oil. And speaking of coconut oil, yeah, do you remember this like? fad like a year or two ago it was like swishing or something yes. where you put it in your mouth yes i didn't was, do it i did it I one time and it was gross coconut oil is really healthy for you i cook with it yeah like if i have so like eggs or something i'll cook it um but i i think there's just so many like health benefits to it like anti-inflammatory right. and but i don't do that yeah i um that swishing thing was weird i mean it was like it's supposed to like pull all the fat out of your mouth or something and then you do it for like 10 minutes yeah. and then you spit it out I mean, those are like in line with those things that are kind of like a fad. Yeah. Right. Like you try it and maybe some people like swear by it. If you do, that's awesome. Yeah. Like my and similar, like I've tried to do, I don't really necessarily say I would diet, but I would just like try to eat healthier. And I would say this is, this will take a turn. So was, uh. Did you lose your mom around the same time I lost my mom, like three years ago? I know. I see. So, like in my head, when I was thinking about this show, I was like, <laughs> "We're going to talk about our moms," which is totally yeah. Well, fine. I mean, you don't have to. No, no, to. no. That was a lot of like when I I lost my mom in April of 2018. So when did your mom? Um, I think it was the year before. So it's it been was three like years. A, I think it was like a year. Yeah, like so, a year in between. Yeah, it's been about three years, I think. Um, but. So since then, the first thought when I basically walked in and saw that, I was like, man, that just happened so fast. Like all yeah. of your life's just over. Yeah. And so then I was like, man, like I got to be around for a while. And like, I wasn't like overly like, I've just like you said, like I was a beast, like my 20 for the majority of my twenties. I think I'm probably still considered a beast now. Maybe. I don't know. I'm borderline. I'm you're the, not, you're not obese. <laughs> well, I mean, that's. When you look it up, like your BMI yeah, or whatever. Like, yeah, mine is, mine's probably more than what it's supposed to be, too. Yeah. So, like, I was like, man, like, literally the first thought wasn't like, oh, man, that's so sad. Like, I was just like, wow, that was quick. Like, your whole life is just over. And so then I was like, man, I got to get my shit together. We Like, I had twins the week or no, the month before she died. So then I was like, I got all these kids and, like, I feel like I'm just starting this life yeah. and I got to, like, be around for a while. So then I was like, all right, I've tried these things where... I'll start running. Like I've always just been like a runner. Like I, I'll run and that's how I lose weight because yeah. it works for me. People are like, you can run and run and run. And like, eventually you're just not going to lose any weight. I'm like, well, f- based on my previous experience, whenever, like when I wanted to lose weight for my wedding, I just go to the gym yeah. and start running and not eat terrible. And like it worked. Yeah. And I think that there probably is a point where you kind of plateau yeah. and you got to do some other shit, but um, it worked for me. So I just started running and I got on the treadmill in the basement and it was like football season. I would just put on, college game day and I just watch yeah. it for two hours and like I'd run and like walk and then like sooner or later you're like okay I can do three miles and then like I think max I ever got was like five miles which I want to talk about running yeah. in a little bit but that's basically when I feel like I started like caring more about being healthy yeah. I think I've said this forever like I feel like it takes two weeks to, to change a habit like you do it for two weeks whatever it is yeah stop drinking or working out then you're like addicted to yeah it. the first couple like the first time you run you're like you got the momentum going and you're like, oh, like that wasn't that bad. Then you're sore as hell the next day. <laughs> and then like it's like that second or third run where you're like, man, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And then you get over that hump. And, yeah. But that's kind of where I like once I realized like how quick her life basically yeah. ended, I was like, I got to be around here longer and I still got to start taking care of myself. And and I lost like 35, 40 pounds. I have put on like six or seven of them back from November or uh, October. Well, I mean, quarantine. Quarantine. I was doing good on quarantine until like this past, like October, November, when the weather kind of changed because my treadmill is like 
put away kind of because I was running outside. Yeah. That was a new thing because I was always like, I could run on the treadmill all day, but our hill fucking sucks. Yeah. That hill's no joke. Well, I just think like those losses like in your life give you a lot of perspective. So it's interesting that you like had that experience that like when you lost your mom, it triggered you to be healthier. When I did that like first whole 30, when I had that moment with myself where I'm like, this is not good, like how I'm feeling and right. that I've gained weight. And it was when my mom was sick. Oh, and yeah. so I was caretaking her and just all the stress of that, like compiled onto me. And I oh, remember sure. looking at a picture of myself thinking like, this is not me. And it wasn't like I, you know, weighed 200 pounds or anything or whatever, like it, but it was not, I was not healthy. Like I was not feeling good. I was you didn't feel comfortable under all, I didn't feel comfortable. I had all that stress of like taking care of my mom. Right. And so that's when I was like, I'm going to do this like 30 day January and just see like where it takes me. And th that was a real gift for me because I got healthy for like the really hard parts yeah. of her illness. So like I sort of started taking care of myself so that I could take care of her. Right. And I didn't have that same experience because my brother was in the nurse and he kind of like did a lot of that. Yeah. Stuff. And my dad's still around and stuff. So that wasn't so much that case, but um, it's amazing like how good you feel after you like even like that had felt that. And then like, you know, you kind of have your ups and downs and you're like, oh shit, like Thanksgiving, you eat some food and you start drinking. And then you're like, after a week, you're like, man, I feel terrible. Yeah. And like, it's amazing, like how kind of like sluggish you feel. Yeah. And then if you get back up and like that high, then you're like, okay, like now I'm ready. To, like I'm I can stick do with this. Yeah. yeah. And it's, um, I mean, like we were doing the summertime, like you were saying, like I've this past year, like two years, I've been more healthy than I've been since I was like 19, yeah. like the skinniest I've been since I was 19. And, uh, it was awesome. We were doing like the workouts in the garage. Yeah. That was so That's fun. so much fun. That was cool. We did like a Saturday or Sunday morning boot camps in the garage yeah. and Julie down the street, she would make like a workout thing. And we would all, you know, like I could imagine the people that are like not in our like kind of like group, like the older people like in the neighborhood, us. like, like waking up, drinking doing? their coffee and looking out the window <laughs> and there's 15 people running down the street <laughs> like Saturday morning and we're doing like pushups and Pat's got like the ACDC cranked up on the. On but the having music. like people to do it with, like that's a big thing. Like I do a lot of, like I've done a lot of my things like solitary, but having like friends that work out and like doing those group things is awesome because it motivates you right. to do it. You're like, well, I'm going to like, you know, get up on Saturday when I could be it's sitting around watching TV because it's fun. Like you're with oh, your yeah. friends and you're getting a good workout. So and you've come a long way. I mean, you're, yeah. You, yeah. I, I was, like I said, I would always run on the treadmill and then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to try to run around the block or around the thing. Cause I see like tricky Nikki running. Like <laughs> she runs for like six hours <laughs> and what blows my mind about her is she doesn't even wear a watch to tell her how far she's I know. Running. I have to know. Like it's just she's like, Oh, I just run for me. Yeah. I'm like, you don't want to know like how fast you run yeah. the mile or like, even how long you're doing it, that blows my mind that, but to each of their own yeah. Good for her. But, um, so yeah, I saw these people running and I'm like, all right, I'm going to start running. And then I just had these old Nike shoes, like Nike freeze. And they I were, know we've talked about your yeah. shoes. And so I'd like run the neighborhood and then I was in a good groove. I'd run like two or three miles. And, uh, and then like three or four months into that, my like plantar fasciitis yeah. came up and I never had that. Have you ever had that? As being a runner? Um, I get it periodically, but I really like that. Awful. Remember like me, like being like, you got to get these shoes yeah. and you got to do these things and do these stretches. Like you really have to. I went and got like a quarter zone yeah. shot and my heel and like stretching it out. I mean, it was the worst pain. It was debilitating. I would wake up from the morning and I'd hobble to the yeah. bathroom because yeah. I couldn't like get to like stretch your 
feet out and then when running it was painful at first and then like I guess it loosened the band when up. When you start and, running, yeah, it's the fine. running was all right, but yeah. then afterwards, you take a shower and then I'd sit down and I'd be like, "Oh my well, god!" Well, and the hill is not good for like plantar fascia. Yeah, yeah, it's I not. Was, it was. I mean, I bought all this stuff to like do it, but you're right. Good running shoes was yeah. important. Asics is what I'm running. What? What are you? Uh, are you doing that or um, Brooks? Or? I do Saucony. I've Sock? just found a pair that works for me, and I just perpetually buy the same pair. So of I didn't shoes. realize this until recently. So I bought my first pair of Asics. And I don't know if it's because I was I've been running outside now instead of running on the treadmill, but like the shoes got worn down so fast. Yeah, I was like, Jesus, this is like one hundred and forty dollar pair of shoes or whatever it was, and like three months and the bottom of the soles are like all rubbed yeah. out. And I'm like, my God, they're on they're and they're on expensive. A gold mine. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, damn, these are one hundred and thirty forty dollar shoes. I'm like, well, I'm running like every other day now, yeah. so it's worth it. I was expecting them to at least last a year. No. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. no. So I just got new ones and I think I got like the wrong because I didn't go to like the good feet store or whatever. Yeah. To, like I just fig- I just like read on the line like, OK, I think I need these. And the first pair I got were great. And then the second ones, I think they're like built for like if your ankle, if you run like a certain way. Yeah. They like build you up on one yeah, side. I think I'm building yeah. up on the wrong side because yeah. these hurt. A lo- they, they don't hurt, but they're not as comfortable as the other ones. So. I don't know, but running outside was uh, different. It took it's a just while to get like used a learning. To. Like I, you know, it's just like the diet stuff. Like I was not a person. I have I had never been like a runner. Right. Like I always wanted to be a runner in my head. I like the but, idea of running. Yeah, like I always wanted to be a runner, and I always worked out like at the gym, like I said, and I would run like thirty minutes on the treadmill or whatever here and there, but like never like I have been like the past three or four years, and you know. This might get me in my feels a little bit. Go for it. That's what people like. That's I what, know, that's what gets I know. Oh, this will take a while you're, while you're composing yourself. If you haven't subscribed to us on Spotify, Google, iTunes, leave us a review. We had a ton of people from the last episode, and it, it just really helps us out if you subscribe and tell your friends. But sorry, or sorry. No, I didn't okay. want to cut you off. No, that was good. I needed that little second, actually. <laughs> um, but I, I've told people, like, it sounds a little bit, like, cheesy, but running saved my life. Oh, yeah? After my mom. Yeah. I mean, it's such a, like, solitude thing where you... Yeah. And this is... I think it's one of my questions I have down the road, but what do you think about like when you run, do you listen to music? Do you listen to podcasts or do you just sit there with your thoughts? Yeah. So when I started like running my, like I said, I had lost my mom. Like I was walking in the neighborhood a lot and just kind of started running to get some of that like angst out, like those sad feelings. And it sort of grew into me. Like that would be at first the time that I would spend with my mom. Yeah. Like I would go and run, talk to her, talk to her like on the phone or was she running with you? No, she was passed away. Oh, like, oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I started running after her to kind of deal with that. That's why I said, I think it like saved my life because gotcha. so you're I, like, it was such a heartbreaking yeah. thing to lose her. You, you know, right. So I would go and run and just like have these conversations in my head or sometimes out loud. Like I would be right. at Miami Whitewater, like kind of like chatting his- with my mom <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, people are going to think. That I'm so crazy, but, but it was so cathartic for me. Like I'm I sure. needed that. And so it just sort of grew. Like I um have a couple friends in the hood that were signing up for a like half marathon. Yeah. And they were like, you should, you know, they could see that I was struggling. They're like, maybe you should like try this. It'll be a good goal. And I'm like, oh, I could like never do that. So I printed What's a half out, marathon is that half marathon is 13.1. Yeah. So I printed out the program and I started like working the program right. and you know for four weeks i'm like oh I, c- I could never do it and brad actually my husband was like 
like you're doing it. Like look at your calendar, like you're already doing it, like you're already training. And it just sort of grew into this thing that I love. It started out just kind of an escape from being upset and just grew into something like I never thought that I would be capable of doing. And this was a question that I was going to have for our one more beer section, but we can do it now. So what, um, so your first marathon experience, like your training, when does like the miles start kicking in where you're like, man, okay, I'm like nine miles in. I'm starting to get tired. Like for me, I only run like three miles at a time. Like one and a half is when I started like, okay, I'm starting to get a little tired. (laughs) Like the first mile is relatively not that hard, but Somebody that, and then I'm like thinking like you guys are running like 13 miles. Yeah. I'm like, that seems so far away from me. It is. It's hard. Like, and at first, like you, my first running goal ever really was to like be able to run this hill. I made a goal for myself. Like I'm going to be able to run up this beast of a hill in our neighborhood. Yeah. And it took me all summer, like the first summer to like get there. But the, you know, the half marathons there, you follow a training program. Like it starts off like running a half mile. Then yeah. A mile, like, yeah, you, it sort of starts off like you'll do three runs a week that are like two or three miles and it gradually builds up. So you're not just running 10 miles the first week you jump into it, obviously. Yeah. But like to get to your question, every extra mile that I ran would like become the hardest, right. you know, like it would be like, oh, my gosh, I just ran five. I remember like the first time I ran five miles, Brad and I were actually in Chicago with some friends and I was training for that first half marathon in October. And I'm like, I have to do this run and I'm really nervous about it. And it's five miles. And like, I don't know if I'm going to be able (laughs) to do it. And that just sort of sticks out in my head. Like when I finished that, I was like, oh my God, I just ran five five miles miles." and I was exhausted. Like I was so tired. We actually went to a Pearl Jam concert that night. And like (sighs) after the concert, I'm like, I got to go to bed. Like I'm so tired. Um, But it just gradually goes up from there. I never thought I would run 13 miles. Like, you know, I just never did. And now I'm training for a marathon. I was going to ask, what's the longest you've ever ran? Like how many um, miles? So I started training for the Flying Pig last year, but then the pandemic happened and we sort of stopped. I joined a training group, Queen City. If anybody's looking for a group, they're awesome. Queen City Running. Queen City Running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I thought I can't, like I can run the 13 miles. Like I'm at there's races, but I'm essentially by myself. Like I don't run the same pace as all of my friends. So we go to these things together, but we don't, always stick together like we don't run the same pace so basically like i'm by myself with all these other thousands of people i don't know but i'm on my own so i'm like but i can't run like 16 18 like 20 miles by myself so i joined this group the highest i got was 14 that's the most that i've run yeah up to this point because we sort of stopped in the middle and with it being the pandemic and not knowing like what was going to happen they obviously canceled all the races i didn't want my first one to be virtual like i wanted the crowd support yeah but now that's sort of changed i think that we're going to have the same experience this year where it's going to be a virtual race i made a really awesome friend um from that run group and we've stuck together yeah we run the same pace like talking when you're yeah so that how do you do that That's so hard. So that was the other thing I used to, you know, it first started like I would talk to my mom and then I went to music and like listening to all the music I liked. And sometimes I'll do podcasts. But the first day at this training, the first training run I went to with Queen City, it was like January. It was cold outside. I Mm -hmm. went to put my headphones in and nobody else was like putting their headphones in. And I'm like, this is so bizarre. Like, what are they like going to do? And then I figured out that they talk, which is awesome. But is everybody like... Well, yeah, like it's hard. it makes it a little bit harder, but um, 
but that was fun. Like I remember getting in my car to drive home, like, wow, that was really fun. Like I was just chatting with all these people that I didn't know Mm -hmm. about, like, like getting to know them. It just was really cool. So when we run together, we just talk the whole time. Now, I don't know, like when we do the marathon, we might like run out of things to talk about, right? you know, four hours in. So we might like have headphones and whatnot, like for music, but it's been really interesting. But yeah, there is some like, like, yeah. and she's like, so my running partner is 26 and uh, she's like, cool. way, you know, that's 15 years younger than me, yeah. which like, I'm kind of like proud that I can keep just up, keep like up with them. even yeah. do that. But she's just this bundle of energy. And sometimes I'm like, I need a, like a minute. Like I got to <laughs> breathe for a minute. Cause I like, can't keep up with the talking and the running. And so we, this is kind of like unrelated, but with the talking. So like a couple weeks ago, my youngest Eli, um, I guess he's my second, he's the middle child, classic middle child by one minute. Um, he was sick. He's had like this call for like a week, uh, like a month. We had to take him to doctor's office and I, you have to wear a mask when you go in, you have to call. And I had to walk him up and he fell asleep because it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. I had to walk him up three flights of stairs with a mask <laughs> on. And so like, I'm like carrying him up here. I like set him down and then she's like starting asking me all these questions. And I like literally could not breathe. I was like, you're just gonna have to give me yeah. a second here. Like I, just, like I can't, I can't just carry it. A, uh, I don't know how much he weighs, 40 pound kid yeah. up the steps. Like, give me a second. Okay. Now I'm good. Like, and I, I have like, I, like not take my run mask with off the mask. And I was like, like I had to catch my <laughs> breath. because I don't think I would be able to run. With the mask on. I've seen people doing it, but I, it's crazy. I'm not like that cardiovascularly fit <laughs> right, that right. that's going to work for me. What, so when you get up to those miles, like what happens if you have to pee? You just pee yourself or do you just like stop on the road? Um, So at the races, they have sections like places like I'm not going to lie. Like I've copped a squat behind a tree like at <laughs> Miami Whitewater before. Right. Like you, you kind of just do what you have to do like my biggest this is like my biggest nightmare was i was running a this did not happen to me but saw this happen to someone i was running a half marathon downtown i can't remember which one it was but like someone like it had a number two accident Uh-oh. and she kept running and i'm like you have like like that is like my biggest nightmare in life right. that something like that would <laughs> ever happen to me like at a race i um <laughs> When I used to work, I had this lady that was younger and she would always go to like these festivals, like music festivals, like kind of like those festivals yeah, that are like, like uh, this all day thing. Yeah, like these like are like Bunbury and yeah, like these, th- this was even like, like almost like a Woodstock, thing. Okay. like multiple days you camp and stuff. And she was like, oh yeah, like I've been taking, uh, she like changes her diet the week leading up to it. So she essentially doesn't go to the bathroom oh, God. during the week. No, I kind of <laughs> like that's some dedication to uh, to the music festival. Yeah, generally there's bathrooms, right? Places that got a little tricky though with everything being closed down. Yeah. Like the park bathrooms aren't open and uh, yeah. things like that. So, Miami Whitewater is how many miles? So the outer loop at Miami Whitewater is eight miles. So I think I'm gonna this summer gonna start working that because I don't run anywhere besides the neighborhood. Yeah, I, and. I've always wanted to be like, I wonder like how far I can actually run when I'm not running up uh, a fucking mountain. Yes. And it is so different. And like, especially with you saying you have, you know, the plantar fasciitis issues, like running on a flat will be much better for you. And if there's just something, Miami Whitewater is peaceful. I love it down there. You sort of know what you're getting into. If you're on the eight mile loop, like I started doing that because it would sort of force me to do the longer runs yeah. because, you know, if you get four miles out yeah, there, you have to finish the eight, 
like you're going to get eight miles, even if you get four miles out and you're like, I got to turn around. Like you still have to run four miles back in. So it's just a good way to kind of motivate yourself. I remember like the first time. I finished that. Like how excited oh, I was. Sure. Like, oh my gosh, I just ran. It's true. There is such thing loop. as like a runner's high. Like you feel oh. great. Like, like I know the first time we did the, uh, the like CrossFit thing down the street yeah. in the driveway. Like I came home and I'm like talking. I'm like all energetic and Ashley's like, oh, you got must have like the, the endorphins. Yeah, the endorphins it's a real are thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. Like I, I probably stick with running, just as much for like the mental benefits as the physical benefits like i there is something especially with like once you get into those longer miles like you can be in the worst mood and if you go run eight to ten miles like none of that's left at least in my perspective like if i'm having a really bad day and i go and run one of those long runs when i come home i've lost i've left all of that out there like i've processed it like i listen to music but that i process like whatever is going on and I'll come home and I'll be in like such a great mood. And that makes me probably a better wife, probably a better mom Yeah, because I'm not, you know, like our kids fight all the time. Right. We just said that. So like once I've like taken care of myself and have those running endorphins, I feel better. So I'm like less likely to get irritated with the the other stuff. Three o'clock in the afternoon is when I usually like go outside and like either run or walk or do something. And Yeah. yeah, I come back and I'm, not as stressed out. I mean, I don't know if that lasts for very long for yeah. me at least, but uh, it just depends on the day. Like if the kids are, if they went to school, like yeah. actually went to school, <laughs> then it's not, or it's okay yeah. because they're like a little bit tired. But if they've just been inside all day, then, and I don't know, I might have to run yeah. 30 miles for me to like be that relaxed. Well, but it, but at least you get like that release, <laughs> yes. right? Like I've, I've read these things that say like extra, you know, those little memes like you see on things like exercise is the most underutilized antidepressant yeah. available to people. I totally get and it. And it's true. I mean, obviously like there are things anxieties and depressions and things that running or like hopping on the elliptical machine are not going to help but it definitely they like there's like, a big uh, mental component I always thought, like, to this it thing where it's like nothing tastes as good as skinny feels or something and i'm like okay whatever like <laughs> i mean a fucking double cheeseburger it from mcdonald's still good. tastes pretty freaking good <laughs> but you're right like uh like in the summertime like my confidence was like through the roof. I was like, man, I feel like good. Like I'm actually like posting pictures on my Instagram yeah. of like me as opposed to like pictures of my kids or like your face because, and I know people out here are listening. Like if you feel like you're overweight, like you don't want to put yourself out yeah. there, and, um, you know, especially like on Facebook and so on Instagram, like you want everything to be perfect. Yeah. And if you don't feel perfect, then you're not going to post it. So that stuff completely changes. Now it swings back the other way when you like gain a couple of pounds yeah. back and you're like, ah, shit, I got to get my shit together. Yeah. So it's like a continuing learning process. But, but that's I'm, a super good feeling, right? Like to feel like proud of yourself. That is hard for all of us, like no matter who you are. I think everybody has things that they're insecure about. It's kind of the same for me. Like I started running, I lost some weight. Like I started taking care of myself better, feeling better. And not like, like you're saying with pictures, like not hiding behind my kids. Right. Like, oh, come and stand in front of me yeah. so I can, you know, yeah, real look thing. better in this picture or whatnot. Like, and just feeling like, good in your skin mm-hmm. enough to be able to like present yourself that way it's it's highly uh underutilized and yeah if you guys are have gone through that or you're in the process or you're thinking about it like i think if you can get past that initial like hump and they like that first i feel like two weeks you're golden and then once yeah. you start seeing results is like it's the biggest motivating factor when yeah. you start looking in the mirror and you're like man i do kind of look skinny and the biggest thing that i realized or noticed was when people start complimenting like oh like 
you look skinny. Like what I think what's funny with the neighborhood is people hibernate yeah. for like a couple of years. Uh, so you come out, everybody starts to like creak their doors open in March and like squ- rub their eyes. And then like you see people and you're like, oh, wow, like so-and-so like, lost a bunch of weight. this is what they look like. Yeah. Like yeah. you can see like almost a different person. Yeah. Like uh, in the summertime. And um, when you, so if you see somebody out there that's working out, like give them a compliment because that compliment is like such good motivation. Yeah. Like when people like initially when I started losing weight, they're like, oh, wow, you're like really, you look really skinny or you're looking good. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go start running tomorrow or yeah. like, like that motivation. So I've, that's something that I've changed where I've seen like some other people in the neighborhood are working out that maybe don't, or they're new to working out. I'm like, you know, you're looking good. Yeah. Like I could, because of that motivation, that's such a motivation for them that or just I know, like, like a high five or like a thumbs up like I've become like this really annoying like running person like when I'm on the trail and I see other people I'm like good morning good job <laughs> like especially if it's someone that like I could see maybe was new to it right. or like someone that looked like they were struggling yeah. a little bit and is that why you gave me a high five a couple days ago <laughs> no not because you're struggling actually I gave you a high five the other day because I'm like you're really doing, you're doing it. Like, you're like oh, because man, at first like I saw, struggling. well, at first I saw you walking and I'm like, if he's still walking, when I lap him, I'm going to tell him like to start running. And so then when you were running, I'm like, I'm going to high five him. Like he's, I, I mean, I'm that. working into it. Like I'll rock a little bit and then I'll run a little bit. And man, I, I just got to get the treadmill back out and get like, that's the, that's the excuse that I'm using. Yeah. And I got to get it down here, but you'll get um, it. Like, you know what it feels like to feel good. Right. I, like, I totally agree with what you're saying. Like, just like for people that are struggling to get into it, like I know for me how hard it was for me to take those first steps, like I to feel confident or, or brave actually right. enough to like walk into people are like I don't that first like, jazzercise center, like being really heavy and or even just like running around the neighborhood, like when you're running, like things are f- like flopping, flopping, around. and <laughs> you know, like I'm not like some hundred and twenty pound, like right. you know, skinny bitch, twenty five like year old, easy. yeah, like not. I'm like it's hard, like and it probably looks like I'm working hard, like my face <laughs> is probably red, and you know whatever, but like just having the courage to like do it, and yeah. I'm a big proponent of like building other people up, yeah. like if somebody's trying to do something, like help them. Like, hey, like, like I was saying when we were talking initially, like, I'm not an expert at anything. But if somebody was to, like, pull me aside and say, hey, I really, like, want to start eating healthy. Like, I would totally do everything right. I could to, like, motivate that person. Because I just think that you that's what we have to do. Yeah, I, just, I absolutely agree. So, but it's funny that you talked about that 26-year-old person. So, right now it's time for our one more beer segment. <laughs> More, but we have water well, what, we yeah. have water yeah i mean it's january i mean guys. because we're healthy yeah and it's like a sunday <laughs> afternoon and yeah but um so my one more beer question of the day is what would you so you're saying you're running with like a person that's younger and um what would you tell your yourself that was 15 years ago like your 26 year old self what would you tell like what advice now that you've now that you're I'm not going to say what your age is. You're a couple years yeah, older than I'm me. I'm 41. 40, it's okay. Own it. I'm 41, but I look 20. There you go. Eight, right? Yeah. Right. So what would you tell your 41-year-old self? What would you tell your 30-year-old self? Because obviously the people that listen to our podcast, all sorts of ages, but based on what I probably feel like, they're probably 28 to 50, somewhere in that yeah. range. So there's people that are new parents, people that are maybe, you know, their kids are a little bit older. They got a little bit of time. What, what would you tell your 20, your 30-year-old self that you know now? So 
I think like the first thing that like popped in my head when you said that question was I would tell myself like you deserve this like you're worth it you're worth it to take care of yourself like like you're saying your demographic like we're all bogged down in kids stuff and we don't have time and I got to do this but you're worth it to take that time for yourself And, and that was a learning for me like even like with starting this running journey like when you're training for a marathon you have to run all the time yeah. like I had to have a conversation with my husband like this is a com- like a gonna be a commitment and <laughs> like I just wanted him to know like to make sure that that was going to be okay because there are like days where I can't go to something yeah that the kids have because I have like this training run that I have to get to so just like knowing that you're worth taking the time for because I think a lot of us in our age group like struggle with that like right. well I should be doing this for the kids or I should be doing this but if like it really is it sounds so cheesy like a you know poster board but like if you don't take care of yourself you right. can't take care of other people anytime you fly on an airplane the first thing to say is put that mask on, uh, oxygen mask on absolutely. yourself first yeah. and then because then, you can't help somebody else if you're not feeling it and I think that you're absolutely right like you can't be the best husband or the best wife or mom if you feel bad about yourself yeah. well and also just like knowing like a thing for me like recently you know it's just knowing that you don't have to like be perfect yeah. at it like you don't have to kill it every time like you're gonna have a bad run like you're gonna have a day where you're gonna eat a cheeseburger because it tastes good and it like makes you happy so like not beating yourself up about it and I think that is a learning too just knowing like I'm trying to make progress but I don't have to be like perfect yes every day absolutely I think like uh he said my wife and my my wife's friend I call her the the Grinch who stole Christmas (laughs) (laughs) we love you Emily I'm sure she loves that yeah (laughs) She's awesome, by the way. She uh, she's always like, you got to get on the plan. And I feel like it's like every Sunday afternoon, she's like, all right, we're going to be on the plan. Yeah. We're going to eat healthy this week. We're not going to go out and spend money and we're not going to drink. And, you know, there's ebbs and flows in life and you just you got to work hard at it and know that you're never it's never going to be perfect. I like to say, oh, yeah, I won't drink Sunday through Thursday. Yeah. But if my kids have been insane or I had a crappy day at work, like I might be drinking the beer at 5 30 or whatever um on a tuesday like it just it just happens and you just you know we're all trying we're all gonna do that though like i mean and i think too like the people that we look to and think oh god like they just always are perfect and they always are doing these things the right way we're all like have our right moments and we're like i'm gonna drink this extra glass of wine because i had a stressful day or i'm gonna eat this chocolate or whatever this has been like almost a recurring like theme or soapbox that i feel like i talk about almost every episode but like People that post on Facebook and Instagram, like, you know, that your life's so perfect and hashtag blessed and, and, uh, that you, if you see that stuff all the time, you're like, that has a negative effect where you're like, man, like, look how perfect they are. They got their stuff together. But like, you got to realize Instagram is like everybody's highlight reel. Like they're not going to post a bad picture. And so when they post, you see these pictures of people's lives, you never know like the backstory and, and that everybody's struggling to get, get there. They might be smiling and look hashtag blessed but there's a lot going on that you just don't see well and even for me like sometimes i've struggled like thinking should i post stuff about like my runs like because i don't want it to feel like braggy because it never is honestly for me it's just like a reminder to myself like sometimes i'll go back and look through like my feet absolutely like oh i can do that like i can do that hard thing like it's not about being perfect it's about like okay i did it then i can like do it 
again. I think a powerful thing that Facebook has is the memories where you can Absolutely. look at your post the, a year before. And so I don't post like my weight or anything, but I take screenshots of things or like on my Fitbit thing, it'll tell you. And then that way I can look back and just be like, okay, like, yeah, where are you at? And, um, but being able to see like from a year ago or nine years ago or whatever it is, like, um, that just kind of like journey of the life. progress. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's awesome. It's all about the progress. Yeah. How, uh, as we wrap this up, how, how do you feel about the podcast today? Were you, was it easier than you thought? It was way easier. It's actually just like having a conversation with you. Right. But I think it was just the therapeutic. The, almost. Yeah, it was good. It was, it, it was really, um, good to like talk about yeah. everything and share what I know. Like, you know, maybe someone will listen and they'll be yeah. like, Oh, I can like go we out get, and do that. I get a lot of like either direct messages or they'll, they'll message our page. Like, Oh, I love this episode. Like I, the Ricky, the, the episode before this, he's like, man, I've been listening all the time. And like, I heard you talk about this thing and that made me think of this. And like, I just needed to share my story and come on here. And like, I'm like, Hey, come on. Like yeah. I need people to talk about. And, and as long as it's content that's relatable to our, P our age group and the people that we're going after, I, I'm all about it. So let's do this. Let's do another one of these next year and we'll talk about your running progress because right, right. you're going to get out there, right? right? Like you're going to start going to the park. You're going to start building. And if for anything, but just to get away so from my kids So this memory will pop hours. up and you'll be like, oh, that's that time. I talked to Jess and I made this goal that well, I'm going to run more. And I'll be like, yeah, I did that marathon another, that another I've been training common, for. Another common theme in the podcast is like, I, I love this because it's almost like my diary where I can like document things and it's out there in the world. Yeah. So that if I, you know, have a bad day or maybe I'm, 70 and delusional i yeah. like listen to this thing and be like oh like yeah. i remember that and uh and that's kind of like the main my main point of this podcast yeah. is just to like document things and hopefully the people that listen out there you know take something yeah. from it if and, anything. Well, and on that topic like they say if you're making a goal for yourself you should make it public like right. tell people i mean you gotta I've put read, it like there. tell a few people and like you're telling lots of people like right. what your goal is but if you put it out there i think there's something to that like this is my goal yeah maybe i won't make it but I'm going to try for this. And yeah. then like people know that you're going to, you're trying to do something. So I like that. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for joining yeah, us today. I, uh, I appreciate it. And uh, if you guys ever want to come on, send us a message on Instagram, drinks and driveways or Facebook. Um, as always, we upload our episodes to Spotify, Apple music, Google podcast, our website every single week. I mean, we just make it so convenient for you to listen to. Like I said before, please subscribe, tell your friends, leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. And until next time, stay healthy, stay hungry, stay foolish. See you guys.